Quick disclaimer, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. Welcome everyone to episode 47 of the Phone Buzz podcast for July 30th of 2020. We've got a great show for you this week. The Game Boy Advance rides again, Congress faces some technical issues, and Mark Zuckerberg becomes the CEO of Twitter. My name is Evan Krauss. I'm joined by Zach Whitney. How's it going? How you doing, buddy? No, I'm feeling good. Yeah, he is feeling good. <laughs> and uh, Christian Crawford. Hey, yo. How you doing, buddy? Doing excellent. Yeah. Better yes. than Zach, it sounds like. I don't know. He's feeling pretty good. <laughs> Do you guys have any crazy stories? Any juicy stuff this week? Well, we did have kind of a shorter time uh, between recording this week. If you haven't noticed, we were switching up. We're releasing for Monday, at least for you know this week and possibly next week. Uh, we'll let you know what's going on there. But we also have a new soundboard <laughs> bite that I feel like will be overused this episode. So disappointed already. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously uh, though, you guys got anything? I've got I've got uh, a couple things. Um, I was Zach. Do you have something? I don't think so. No, okay. I can't. Nothing comes to mind. At least I'll let I'll let Devin go second then because I think his yeah. is probably cooler than Lengthier. mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. So mm-hmm. uh, I mentioned this last week, but I am coming up on my last two days at Insert Big Box Retailer, which is you know kind of odd. It's weird that I'll never have to go back in that building. Seventy breakage stream protector. True. <laughs> I'm gonna purposely break it just so I can see my boys. Um, yeah, and one one part uh-huh. of it of it being like the last couple of days is. I'm still very nice to customers, don't get me wrong, but I'm definitely taking rude customers. Like, I'm definitely not taking it like I used to. Christian's being a huge douchebag. That's not true. That's what he said. It's not true. It's not true. (laughs) Bro, you calling out employees out here, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Wait, what? Yeah. What what you mean? What are you talking about? You you called a... uh, Who was it? Like, Matt, I think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if I look... If somebody's like, hey, uh, can you help me with home theater? And that's... I'll help no matter where it is, but if I see a home theater person available, I'm going to be like, hey, Matt, can you come over here and do this real quick? Actually do your job? Yeah, usually it's like, hey, uh, is anybody available? But now it's like, no, you're free. Let's go. <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I'm not taking I'm not taking crap from customers. Like, if they're if they're frustrated, that's okay. I can handle that and I can, tur- like, and turn them. But if they're just being a dick, like, for the sole purpose of being dick, I'm not going to take it and I'm just, like, giving it right back to them and it's been fun. Because some of them respond well gotcha, to it. <laughs> and some of them just, like... Well, and you know, that's cool. You know, that's not your problem. That's the best part. I know. You're never going to see these people again. It's great. In this setting. So it's like, yeah. why not just be an asshole, you know? Yeah. Makes and sense. Again, let me clarify. I'm not being a dick just to be a dick. I'm being a dick if they're being a dick first. And then I'll be a dick. Yeah, Christian, they walk in the door. <laughs> Christian's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? going to go? <laughs> I don't care. I'll go back to prison. <laughs> you better uh, stop looking at me in that tone of voice. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, oh, I love it. And then just, I have two more. Um, one is our first year of the Phone Buzz podcast anniversary is coming up. Hey, um, I tried to find the actual date that we released because we pulled the first two episodes. I uh, can't tell you why, but we pulled the first two episodes and hopefully we'll really re-release them at some point. But I think it was August 30th was when it came out. You just take the last one that we had yeah. and go back two weeks from that. Yeah, but I don't know if we released it on Friday like we like we did. Like we did. We did. Okay, I so then it's August. It's August thirtieth then, because yeah. uh, I had it. Consistent. I had it on my calendar that we recorded the first time on the twenty eighth. So that should add up. We Gucci. We okay. Gucci. And then my last check in is I did get even further into the Apple ecosystem. I bought some AirPods Pro. Um, 
Yeah. I I didn't <laughs> even know any of this was going down. I was like on my lunch yeah. in the break room and he just dips in and it's me and Hunter and he's like, how do you like your AirPods? I was like, I, I love them. Wear them every single day almost. And he goes, okay, that's good enough. And he just walked out the door <laughs> and I came in the next day. I was like, why were you asking? He's like, oh, I bought a pair. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. I, I walked in the next day and, and <laughs> we were all just like, look at how many AirPods are here. And Christian goes, and pops this on the table. We're like, wait, what? Yeah, that was one more. I was on the phone with NSS when that happened because I mine was on the desk and everybody's like, oh, let me just throw all the AirPods. There's like here. seven AirPod Pro yeah. cases there. Oh, so good. But yeah, so I was, uh, I had to go license my vehicle and I had just come from getting it like the IDOD inspection. Um, and so I was waiting a while and I was like, I got to go to the DMV. It's the end of the month. It's going to be a pain in the ass. Like it's going to be a really long wait. So I just decided, I was like, I've already been kind of thinking about it. I'm going to stop by Best Buy and get some headphones real quick yeah. so I won't be so bored of the DMV. And Clutch. you know what? It was great. And I, uh, I am loving them so far. The noise canceling is Fantastic. Re- remarkable. God, they're so How good. do you feel that you once compared those to those anchors? Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. okay. Actually, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> sound quality-wise, for the money, I, I don't know if they're that much better. Truthfully, the AirPods versus the Anchor Liberty Air 2, whatever the hell they call them. Um <laughs> I still love them for $70, but, you know, the one thing that gets me about the new AirPods is the bass is not as good as the Anchors. Like, it's just barely not there, but everything else is by far better on the AirPods. Huh. Yeah. So, overall, I definitely like the AirPods Pro better, but for 70 bucks, it's hard to beat the value. That's so, fair. But, anywho, um, Evan, do you still have that Z Flip that we talked about last week? So, I do not. Damn. Okay. So I ended up getting rid of it. And the reason I did that, um, I was actually under, I, I had told myself, if I truly like this, I'm going to keep it. Because why not? You know, I might as well. Because um, I've been wanting a Samsung for a while to kind of have a Christian, <laughs> Christian scenario. Yeah. Best of both worlds. Um, be ambidextrous. Yes. Ambidextrous. Amphibious. Um, but I, <laughs> <laughs> what? Lock them up. Lock them up. <laughs> But I had it for probably two, two and a half days. Um, and at first, it was really cool. Um, and it quickly became really annoying. Really? Um, it was, I think the idea of the phone and the flip feature and stuff like that was really cool. But the more notifications I got and the quicker I had to start to do things at work and stuff like that, it got super tedious and super annoying. Having to flip it open every single time to do something. Um, we take advantage of our employee app a lot at work. And that was a struggle. Um, it wasn't every time I would open it up, it would take forever. Um, and then when I would scan something, it would freeze mm-hmm. and the whole phone would just kind of freak out. Um, so that wasn't fun. Um, and you could definitely tell that it did have a, uh, crease, a crease. Yes. Thank you. Um, you could, f- at, at, at certain point you started to stop seeing it, mm-hmm. um, but you never quit feeling it. Yeah. That was the weird thing. Um, just like love. Just like love, right. <laughs> um, and it wasn't like a terrible thing, um, but like when scrolling on Twitter or Instagram, if you scrolled in the middle of the crease, your screen just like shot up or down. Really? Like so it was like not smooth. It didn't have any touch like sensitivity under it? Not the same that it did on the other parts, um, or at least as what seemed as, as high of tech in that part, because like you could scroll down on top or bottom and it was smooth, but if you scrolled and just slightly scrolled through the middle of it it would just kind of like shoot the screen like it freaked out (laughs) we out of here (laughs) yeah little things like that were kind of annoying um overall though it was was pretty fun i mean i really enjoy the samsung experience because i put um that loader on it 
um, which is pretty cool. It looked cool. nice. Nova launcher. Yeah, Nova launcher. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, just little tedious things that really kind of got annoying. Huh. Plus the speakers on it were terrible because it was just bottom firing speakers. Oof. Um, so that was, yeah, that was a no-go. And I was always afraid I was going to break it, <laughs> you know, with my fingernails. Even though, like, I don't have fingernails, <laughs> I just ripped them out of my hands. Um, you know, I just, I was scared. So That is one thing they say on the packaging is, tr- like, don't dig your fingernail into it. At least they did in the fold. I assume it's the same for the Z Flip. Yeah, it is. They said specifically don't dig your fingernail into it. So that's interesting. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. Overall, again, I would, I would recommend someone who this could be like a, not necessarily an everyday phone, um, or at least someone who isn't looking to do like a bunch of things really quick. Mm-hmm. The, you know, not as powerful processor. You can definitely tell. Um, but like a everyday daily driver, no, thank you. So there it is. There you have there it. it is. All right, you guys want to move on to Dope or Dirt? Let's do it. Quick. So it's Dope or Dirt. This is a segment where we introduce a new product, a new whatever uh, whatever we want, really, and the other two have to decide, is it dope or is it dirt? What you got, Evan? All right, so this is called Picati MicroPad. Um, and what it is, it is a uh, monitor or desk-mounted MicroPad. And I'll have to show you guys what pictures What is a MicroPad? Yes, so let me show you pictures. Okay. This is a MicroPad. So, so it, it's all a, it does, it mounts on the bottom of a desk or a uh, thing, but these are all macros and okay. it has like a dial for volume as well. So it's a little, so it's a little attachment you put on the bottom of a screen and it gives you some buttons and a dial. Yes. Okay, cool, cool. So can, can you see that as well? Clarify uh, it for the listeners. <clears throat> yeah. So what, what's it do? Sorry. So <laughs> you're good. it's just like a bunch of macro keys and stuff in like a volume dial and stuff, stuff like that. Hmm. Um, so you can mount it to the bottom of, again, a desk, keyboard, essentially anything like I'm thinking of it in like a gaming scenario um, where it could be pretty handy. Um, That's good because like about every single picture when you scroll down is a gaming scenario. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Um, it's clutter-free. It's designed um, to mount to the underside of a desk or a monitor set. It can still be in reach but also out of the way. Um, it's programmable with software, so it doesn't just have to be like your standard like um, change the volume, change... Um, you know, back and forth between songs. It can be like for editing. It can be for like video editing, audio editing, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's also have, has a really sturdy design. Um, you can also change the keycaps out hmm. and change them for customizable ones that can be, uh, as this picture shows, like a, a little like shark face will oh. look like dice, like little just cool things like that. that Very epic gamer right, right there. You can, uh, <laughs> you know, change it out for different things, change it to the color you'd like for your desk. And it's under fifty dollars. I was about to say, what's Wait, is what? it forty nine or is it like? Um, so it's I'm pretty sure. Seventy four, seventy three, sixty nine. Are you guys looking at different? Are you looking? Versions? I just like I went to your link and then just clicked to buy it. Popped up seventy three, sixty nine. It changed prices. It's seventy five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Hold up. Is it true? Wire, you might have said. Is it Bluetooth or is it wired in? Um, it is wired in. I believe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's wired in. Because I could see that being cool because there was a couple keyboards when I was shopping for a new keyboard and the biggest things I wanted on it were macro keys. Um, I wanted to put like, because I do the notes, I, I write a lot on it. So I wanted to macro like copy, paste, uh-huh. hold and, you know, italics. Yeah. So like there's a couple keyboards I ruled out because of it. I don't know if $75 does it for me. That's re- that's a really hard sell. It's that's a really fair. hard sell. That's fair. I think the way that I'm thinking about it um, in... Like whenever I'm streaming or playing video games, I have a little um, Stream Deck Mini 
you ever mm-hmm. seen those before? Yeah, those are cool. Um, and so, for example, in the middle of my stream, if I choose to like go to the bathroom or something, I can just click a button, and it'll without even getting out of my game or anything, it'll change my layout. Hmm. So it'll like pull up the chat, it'll pull up like whatever else yeah. other than me, or I can click another button and it goes to just the gameplay and stuff like that. Hmm. Using this for that, it would be nice just because you have all these little buttons at you know. Yeah. Just right in your reach so you don't have to, you know, funnel through your software, get out of your game or anything like that. Just right kind of at your I tell you what, you pay me $75, I'll go to the bathroom for you. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to worry about it. What you- <laughs> <laughs> I think we need, oh. make, we need to figure out how that, that's going to happen. <laughs> All right. What are your thoughts on this one, Zach? Um, so you, you had me. I was ready to be like... I was really ready the, for it, too. Yeah. But... Oh, you, no you, but. Yeah, no. <laughs> no but. I think the the but is what you've seen coming to under fifty dollars. It's seventy five. I think if so, it was at fifty, I'd still get it. But. So hear me out. So I actually found this from a video, um, where it was like a cool tech under fifty bucks. Um, so at the time he released it, which was like July tenth, twelfth, mm-hmm. something around. So there. in like two weeks. Yeah. It. I'm assuming it was on sale at that point. He did not clarify. Did you get the uh, $75 price point from the website itself? Yes. yes. Was it, again, was it like special keys for nope. it or was it? No, the, it's basic. I didn't choose any plates, any color, like whatever. Does that include shipping? No. Because it's sold out, so you can't even add it to a cart. Uh, eh. Damn. Damn. Yeah, I, I, kind, I kind of agree with Zach. I was there. If, if you said $40, <sighs> I was actually going to go buy them. But you didn't. You said $74. So, oh. Try it. Yeah, one more. Try it. Yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. Too Damn it. All right. I know Zach's got a good one, so do you want to go last or you can go next? Sure, I'll go last. Okay, cool. All right. So here's mine. European nightclubs, electrifying rock concerts, a day of fishing. What do all these things have in common? Drinking. That's a good one. Butt sex. What? <laughs> no. It- <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, they all have bass or bass, whatever you want to call it. But how do okay, I take... I think drinking was the correct answer. <laughs> but how do I take that heavy, heart-thumping bass bass with me on the go? Enter the baselet, the subwoofer you can wear. What? Packaged in a small, sleek, square, minimalistic design, the baselet features cutting-edge technology to pack the punch of a live concert in a portable, on-the-go wearable. We spend hundreds of dollars on audio equipment that nails the mid and treble range. <coughs> Airbots, bro. Why should we skip on the bass? For $199, you get a wrist-mounted bass powerhouse for unparalleled audio immersion. Use it on the subway. Pair it with your VR headset for added realism. Or take your workouts to the next level with Baselet. What'd you got? Try it! Damn, that was quick. Yeah, also. Try it! Damn! <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, guys? <laughs> All right, let's go, Guzzo. <laughs> in addition, in addition to my last day of work, this is my last podcast. I don't care. I don't see where they went. Why you'd ever want that? Okay, what imagine, imagine. Okay, you know how you listen to hardcore rap or metal whenever you're going on a run or like doing exercise? No, you guys do that, right? No, I definitely what? don't listen to metal at all. Okay, maybe not metal. Um, maybe maybe rap. Maybe you're one of those. Rap. I, I do listen to rap, yes. Okay, so what if you could like feel that big thump while you're running? Wouldn't that like boost you up? No, that, that would, would throw me freak, off. Yeah, that would mess me up. God. You're in a rhythm. You're in a breathing rhythm. And you're going to throw bass in there? I mean, your headphones are like already throwing bass in there. So Why not make it better? You just talked it, about it yourself. AirPods hold on, Pro. Hold on, hold on. Does it pair with your headphones? 
It just no, it pairs through Bluetooth, so it's just automatically synced. You don't have to worry about it. But like when your headphones so are playing, it's a different device. It, like it still does the bass on its own okay, while gotcha, you're listening yeah. to your yeah, headphones. Yeah. But it pair it can figure out like all of the songs and stuff like your headphones can. Yeah, so it's like it's like receiving uh, a signal from your device, and then it's just making the bass portion portion of it. Hmm. Yeah, you know. still sucks. But I mean, yeah, you have not I, changed my opinion. I here, you know what? No, change it yeah. up here. Okay. Yeah. It is eight forty three on the dot. Give me. A minute-long pitch, and I might change my. I mind. just did. I just gave something you the, better than that. Because I, no, better why? than okay. that. Think about think about me. Okay, think about my uses for this. Why would you think I would buy this? Evan, are you an audio guy? The article yeah. literally says you don't need a subwoofer. I didn't want for you to wrist. see that. I didn't want you to see that. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, I was hoping you didn't discover that. <laughs> we have really gotten to the weeds on this one. <laughs> I did not want you to see that part. I should just leave the link in there. It says don't open. Oh. <laughs> so you just went and opened it. Uh, I didn't even read it. It wasn't fake news. So uh, I was like, I can click this. No, the the article actually is from TechCrunch. It was actually saying it's a really cool device, but, you know, maybe not for everybody. Because, like, uh, yeah, it vibrates, it, it vibrates your wrist, and your brain tricks you into thinking, like, it's actually going throughout your whole body, like, the more you use it. Um, so they were saying it's really good for like audio files or if you just, you know, love a good bass sound um, or for working out was actually the best application for it. Huh. So, again, if you if you love audio and you love that experience, like that heart thumping bass. You might like it. OK, this is a little off. Uh-huh. Um, I at one point almost bought um, a it was like a subwoofer vest pack for gaming. Where it's the same thing, but exactly, just on your wrist. Yeah. Exactly. So I could kind of see me using this possibly, yeah. but I don't think I could... I don't think I could wear that outside of my house. What just <laughs> happened? He just had a stroke. I had, to, I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> he, I don't he, think I could wear that outside my house. It looks really ugly. <laughs> yeah, we wear that shirt and, you know, looks the same. It looks like a 3D printed square. It does. On your yeah. wrist. Okay, I know <laughs> you 3D printed that and you're like... Yeah, it, I mean, it's it an kinda, Apple Watch. It kind of looks like an Apple Watch. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I do kind of agree. It's kind of dumb, but like it, it could be cool in a couple applications. The funniest part of researching this one was I was watching like these like presentation videos for it, and every company, regardless of how stupid their product is, does like that Apple Steve Jobs like sort of presentation right. where they where they're like, "This product, you know, we designed it." For the end user in mind, it's it's the revolution in audio experience. Like it's just the most cheesy ah, shit on the planet. Sounds about so, right. Yeah. Well, All right. that was ass. Zach, what you got? All right, we have zero dopes this week. <laughs> All right, let's give Zach. Bring dates. it home. Bring it home. Let me try my best. I'm ready. On that new new. I'm going home. Uh, so I have the Y brush. So mm. sounds really dumb, and it's actually really probably cool. going to be. So it's one hundred and fifty dollars if you just get one brush by itself. So what this brush does is, I mean, one hundred fifty dollars. Oh, that's euros. Sorry, oh, I think I've seen this. Um, it's actually one hundred and seventy dollars in U.S. dollars. Okay, okay. One hundred seventy-five, seventy-seven. So you, it's in the shape of a Y. So it's very close to like a mouth guard would be. You put it in your mouth, and it brushes your teeth in 10 seconds perfectly. What? Yeah. Huh? No, it doesn't. Yep. It doesn't, though. It does. There's no facts. What? I need facts. Who, what, where, and why. So, what it's supposed to do 
is it does a deep clean on your teeth in only 10 seconds. So that way, like, you don't have to sit there. Like, it's not like a nightly chore is what it feels like. And when you raise kids a lot of time, I know, like, with me, like, my parents said it as a chore. Like, I, we might, like, do the dishes or something before. And then after that, it was brush your teeth and go to bed. So it was a chore. But now it's only 10 seconds. So it doesn't feel like a chore. It just more or less feels like, oh, it's a quick 10 seconds. Like, what's the big deal? Like, while you're putting your contacts, you can be brushing your teeth kind of thing. But how does it work? So it sits on a charging base. And then when you take it out, you click the button and it has a a motor in it and it brushes your teeth for you. So it looks, okay, just for the people at home, it looks just like a mouth guard. But instead of being empty, it's got like little bristles on the side. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so I think the coolest thing about this is, is like, so it's only $175. You can brush your teeth in 10 seconds perfectly. So the next closest thing is like the, oh, excuse me, uh, (laughs) like the Sonicare Diamond Clean. It's a $300 toothbrush and you still have to do all the motions yourself. All it does is like map and track and it like tracks your mouth uh, about like if you brush well on each side, if you didn't. And then the Brussels are only good for a month still. And a month, and you're at the, like, you have to buy them in four packs, and it's like 45 bucks. And it's only four bristles, so it's four months. Mm. This one, each brush lasts six months, and the replaceable one's only $35. Mm. Mm. Are they fitted for your mouth specifically? So that I didn't. Uh, th- not necessarily specifically, but it's like small, too. medium, and large. Like you have okay. different uh, okay. small, medium. How, how do you know what size your mouth is, though? Um, His is large. Question. So small is ages. <laughs> gotta fit this large. Uh... Oh, I guess that makes sense. Like almost everybody has this, like the same teeth and all that, so it's like mm-hmm. more. Uh, four to twelve is small. Twelve plus is medium. Okay. okay. So, do you use toothpaste? I know that's a dumb question. Is it? Designed for toothpaste, or you load that shiz up. Is it like you just don't put anything in it, and it just somehow takes away the plaque and all that crap and the pain? I yeah. believe you. Yeah, you do have toothpaste. I would assume you just like. So does it come with its own toothpaste? Because you're paying a hundred and fifty so bucks. You use to sit there for ten seconds. You use regular out. toothpaste, but you have to buy a five dollar adapter applicator <laughs> to put on. So it what? goes like inside the bristles. You can't just like. Mm. Mm. You can, you can okay. kind of see it. So, so this is like an Apple scenario. They're just trying to... <laughs> you can't just perfectly have it it's, already when paying for it's one thing. you got to pay for another thing. USB-C dongle <laughs> to attach to the charger. No, okay. In all seriousness, this is pretty cool. Um, it is pretty cool. I'm, my only hesitation is it's made in France. Can you I'm convert that to US dollars? <laughs> it's you, like 170 You can on the top of the page. It's 175.77 US dollars. The magic of the internet. Uh... Okay, so that's pretty cool. Um, and like I said, like to get anywhere like close to this, it still takes like three minutes to brush your teeth, and you still have to physically do it. You don't just put it in your mouth and it just does it all for you in ten seconds instead of three minutes. Yeah, I'm pretty ticklish, so I'm gonna give this a dirt. No, I'm just kidding. No, that isn't no. Um, that is pretty cool. Uh, like I said, I'm concerned about it fitting in the mouth. Like, it, like I don't know. Well, like I, I was too when you brought that up because I didn't really look into that, but like. I feel like a mouse size is just they're pretty only so they're pretty universal. Like yeah, one after size after twelve. Yeah, after twelve, like your skull doesn't get bigger at all. Really, it's your like mm-hmm. face, skin, <laughs> all that good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I I think I've decided on this one. Dope. That's pretty dope. What'd you think of it? So it came down to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
got so many uses. <laughs> okay, okay. So, yes, I am thinking like him. Yeah. But also at the same time, you have to pay, pay five extra dollars just to apply this toothpaste. Toothpaste. So you have something. It's five dollars, so it puts up to one eighty. Yeah, but you have to. This thing doesn't apply toothpaste for you. That's what neither does your toothbrush <laughs> that you're paying three hundred dollars for to get anywhere close okay. to this. All right, that's fair. The only thing that's holding me back, I wanted to wipe my genuinely, butt. <laughs> is can it clean other areas? No, why does it what? have to? It's a toothbrush. What else do you clean with your toothbrush? <laughs> hmm. Answer. I wish I would have never made out with you. <laughs> no, no. I think it's really cool. Price is a little high, but yes, I will go with Christian and give you a... We'll look at that. Saved it. Saved we'll it. look at, at you. Congrats. All right. All right. Let's move on to... This is On That New New, where we cover the rumors and leaks from around the week. From Windows Central, the Microsoft Surface Duo is fast approaching. Announced in October 2019, and we actually covered it back then, as Microsoft's first Android phone, the Surface Duo is a unique take on the foldable form factor, featuring two displays joined together by a 360-degree hinge and a modern design that fits in your pocket. Microsoft is focused on creating the most productive pocket PC with Surface Duo, but the company has yet to share many details about the device itself. Microsoft stated last year that customers can expect the device to launch in holiday 2020, but Windows Central reports that we may see that moved all the way up to late August. Included in those leaks is a spec sheet which features last year's 855 Snapdragon processor, 6 gigs of RAM, and up to 256 gigs of storage. Pairing that with a single camera sensor for front and rear photography and the lack of a 5G modem, it's rumored that the Surface Duo may come in around the $999 price point. Thanks to a software emulator customized by Windows Central, we're also getting a pretty finalized look at how Microsoft envisions Android running on a dual-screen setup. When using one display, the operating system acts as you'd expect on any Android device, but things get interesting when you start using the screen side-by-side. The screens act like an extended homepage, moving in unison, but screen elements will slide over to the right if you open up, say, an app on the left screen. The best way I can describe it is it is as a better version of the LG dual screen thing that they've been doing for a couple of years now, but instead of acting as independent displays, the Surface Duo intelligently knows when and how to act as a single unit. We'll leave a link in the demo, uh, a link of the demo in the episode description if you want to see how it works. You have a dual monitor phone, basically. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, The video shows off some slick dual screen usage with apps like Outlook or PowerPoint that can be pretty useful for getting work done on the go. To use one app across both displays, which Microsoft calls spanning, simply swipe up from the home bar and hold the app in the middle of the two screens. So, yeah, what? Just real quick. (laughs) Yeah, go for it. Try it. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah. No. Damn. <laughs> that was good. Uh, that was Microsoft's doper dirt time. They got, <laughs> they got dirt. In my opinion, this looks like holding two uh, iPad minis next to each other. It kind of does. I it's got some it. chunky old bezels. Anyway, sorry. So, no, you're good. Uh, so, assuming Microsoft can really perfect the software experience on the Surface Duo and launch it at $999, do you think they can lead the way in foldables as they did with the revolutionary Surface computer? No. No. Do tell. I, if you're paying $1,000 for <clears throat> basically a smaller folding surface, like I would much rather just buy a surface. But what if you're trying to use it on the go as a phone? I, like you're not going to use a surface So as a I phone. think this is going to go all the way back to where like me and Tim had that slight debate <laughs> of like the fact of like, I don't, foldables are trash. You can't change my mind. Like, mm. 
I don't, I don't, if I want a bigger screen, why would I not just get a surface? Like, I don't want to have to fold because out my this screen is a anytime surface that I have to fits do something. Pocket. And then not only that, but then like, I don't know if I'm trying to do dual monitors across my, like, I don't know what purpose I would ever use for a dual monitor. Maybe like sports on one, but like, then like, you would have a weird scenario of like, I would want the full screen, so then I want it flipped sideways. Like, I don't know. I just don't think it's practical. Think about it like this. I also agree it's not practical, but <laughs> what if you put like live sports on one side and then you're like FanDuel or your, um, you know, something like, yeah, like your, what, if, what if you had to rotate, rotate so, it sideways so your sports take up like the whole screen? And the only thing I would borrow that with is the fact that I'm doing that on iOS 14 now and love it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, <clears throat> I think even with like the, it's like the third, the quarter, like not third and quarter, two different things. Uh, the It's like the third of the screen is taken up by picture in picture and the rest of it I get. And I think that's enough. I just, because we don't know if it's going to roll like up and down, if it's going to be side by side. Cause that's not side by side. Yeah. Um, so, and if that's the case, then it'd be like a little tiny picture on the top portion. And then like, I would have, I don't know. I just, I don't see a use for it. I'd rather just have a tablet. If you okay, if we want to pause for a second, the video is actually pretty cool, um, where it shows the animation. That's fine. Okay. 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 So, so having seen that video, um, we, we just we just pause and uh, watch that video a little bit. If you want to check out the description, you can. Um, any opinions change? So no, mm-hmm. but I did find the one way I would buy a foldable what is phone. That? So <clears throat> the only way I would ever buy a foldable phone is if, like when it was shut closed. If it could be a full phone there. And then when I opened it, it just went to tablet mode. So like a Galaxy Fold? And no. Because even then, you don't, your front screen, like I want the front screen to be a whole like normal like iPhone screen or something like that. But that's what then this can do. No, it well, can't. No, so you have to, so this has two screens on the inside. So if you close it, it's fully closed. If yeah. you open it, you got screen on front. Yeah. I thought it was a 360. Yeah, they could go both. Uh, I mean, you can you can fold it back on itself, but the back side of it is also screen, and the front side is also yeah. screen. If you do that, but you got I mean, they've like, got What I would want would be like I have a full screen, and then I can unfold it. Yeah, we know what you now, mean. We know yeah. what you mean. But they're only they've got to implement a software where if it's back like that, yeah, the back screen turns off. No, it does. It, it so does. then that's what he's talking about. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, no, because then that screen's always on. No, it's so the backside's turned no. off. So if no, you have, the backside's turned off, but I'm saying you always have one screen turned on in that scenario. I mean, you can always I mean, you can turn it off. Sleep it. Make you go to sleep. There's no way it's not going to let you sleep the screen. You don't know that. <laughs> I mean, come on. It is Microsoft. <laughs> no, yeah. That's like, true. I know. Like, if you're, because they would probably think you're actively using it. Like, so you can be the, like, <clears throat> but it'll go to sleep but whenever. I mean, every phone has shuts. a screen timeout. Well, no, if the you, phone's so not being used, it'll turn stuff off. I'm, I'm sure saying, it's going like, to have a power have a, button. If you have a Galaxy Fold and you unfold it all the way, does mm-hmm. it ever just power off? It will yeah. power off. Yeah, yes. you can just chill it on, in that mode. Everything does then, that. Yeah, I don't I guess, like, the only issue there would be, like, it's now at the most vulnerable state being all the way that's, around. That's so, the problem. Yeah. So, to But fix it's going to be glass, though. Because of the hinge, glass. yeah. Because it's well, because it's not. There's no. Um, there's, there's no, no crease. Oh. So it's going to be legit glass. So yeah. it won't even be that big of a deal anyway. But anyways, to solve, uh, some, somebody's been listening to you, Zach, because uh, I almost put it in the notes, but we kind of talked it to death a little bit. But the Z fold, or not the Z fold, the Galaxy Fold Two, at least the leaks that came out like today or maybe the day before, the front screen takes up almost the entire front oh, of it. Like God. they made the bezels like shrink a lot. Thank I, God. I don't know if that rumor is totally accurate, but that would solve the problem you're talking as about. As long as it got 
like shorter and fatter, I'd be good with it. Right, it's, it's, it's too tall right now. I don't know. I Evan's Z Flip when I was using that really tall screen ratio, I liked it quite a bit. Actually, it's not bad. I kind of really liked isn't it. Bad, the Z Flip isn't bad, but I don't know. Like, I just remember like Neil passing around like the when he had the Z Flip, like that just seemed like very the, tall and fold. skinny. Yeah, the fold. Sorry. The fold, yeah. It just seemed like very tall and skinny like this. And so like you had, you got this screen and but like that screen's not much better. Kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Like I don't know, a tall aspect. I hope they make it more squat. I know what you're talking about because yeah. it is very tall and thin. Um I think that could work if the bezels on the front of the Galaxy Fold are are more similar to like an S20 or something. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. But uh yeah, I guess we'll see because shortly after uh actually whenever we record next yeah. week the unpacked announcement ha- would have already happened. So We'll have that to talk about. Um, okay, so let's move on to the question, the second question down here. Um, this is kind of directed at Evan. Um, do you, So you've had the Z Flip for a couple of days. Um, you kind of answered this already. Are you buying into the hype of foldable phones? I know you said you didn't care for the whole, like, having to flip it out every time, but if you find a device that fixes that or that, you know, functions more like the Galaxy Fold does, are you more into say, that solution? This 100%. Is, I'd say this is a nice question, too, because, like, you two have always been with, yes, foldables are awesome. Mm-hmm. I've always hated them. I still do. But now you've <laughs> you've been the only one that experienced it, so. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, I will... Now that I've I've dealt with a foldable phone, it's going to be hard not to want the Galaxy Fold 2, especially if that screen gets better. Yeah. Because you can function it like a normal cell phone, but also if you choose to flip it out. And this is a case of that. I mean, in a blown up way, I wouldn't get this unless the screens were smaller, um, in a sense. But it's I a think, chunky ass bezel. Yeah, there. it is. Um, having the physical bezel in the middle where you can physically see a gap between the two phones when it's not fully you know open that's Mm -hmm. weird having the break in the screen is weird if you took that out and put it in a fold like the galaxy fold or you know the flip that's going to make that experience a lot better having it able to have a full screen and then open it when you choose to again is going to make that way more um, fun to use Way more mm. cool in general, and definitely would be on my on my side for that. I would I would definitely love that. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I think the fold two again. I, I kind of wish I'd put a picture in here. If you guys want to see it, you can uh, Google it. But the fold two renders really have me excited because I think they're starting to fix some of the issues with the fold one, which of course they are. But you know, it's <clears throat> it's cool to see that innovation. I don't think this is the generation that gets me, but you know, if the next generation is compelling and the screens are fixed a little bit. And, you know, they don't have that gargantuan cutout like they do on the Fold 1. Um, I'm pretty compelled by it. Like, price-wise, obviously, like, that's going to be something to think about a lot. Because it's going to cost essentially twice the cost of what a phone should be. And by should, I mean $1,000. And when I say that, that's also a little expensive. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to watch it from a distance. Um, I think the Fold 2 is going to be a step in the right direction. But... Who knows? We will see next week, and we'll have plenty to talk about. I'll just wait five years for Apple to do it. Got him. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Apple, let's move on to our feature story this week. Congress takes on the titans of tech from CNET. Over the course of a nearly six-hour grilling on Wednesday, the CEOs of Facebook, Amazon, Apple, and Google fended off inquiries from Congress about their data collection practice, data collection practices, disinformation miscues, and efforts to stomp out competitors. The questions came fast and sometimes furiously, chiding the companies for their offenses. 
Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, Tim Cook, Tim Apple, and Sundar Pichai can breathe a sigh of relief that their time in the hot seat is over, but Washington is not done yet with the CEOs and their companies. With the hearing over the government's real work, which is potential regulations and laws, takes center stage. The drama was dampened by the hearing's virtual format amid the coronavirus pandemic, but it was still lively political theater. Representative Jim Jordan questioned the CEOs about cancel culture. Representative Jim Sensenbrenner, Sensenbrenner mistakenly grilled Zuckerberg about an instant incident that happened on Twitter. That's what I was talking about earlier. Bezos committed that tel- the teleconferencing faux pas of talking while on mute, um, which is funny because there was an exchange where you guys have seen the Key and Peel video where they're doing the FaceTime call. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. No, I so, don't think so. You know the thing on FaceTime, like whenever there used to be a little bit more of a delay where you'd start talking and the other person would start talking and then you both stop to let the other person talk and then you'd start at the same time? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, we'll, we'll have to watch it. Um, but no, it's it's a pretty hilarious Key and Peele skit. Something just like that happened during the hearing with Jeff Bezos and one of the um, one of the congresswomen. It was hilarious. It, it was funny to watch. Um, and then they also had to stop for like a 10-minute interval because they couldn't get the, the conferencing to work which is hilarious because it's like the leaders of four giant tech companies and they still had issues with like Zoom calls. Um, But anyways, beyond the spectacle though, regulatory and legislative reforms are tricky because there's no silver bullet. All four companies are massively successful, but the competition issues they create are vastly different. With question, yeah, go for it. Um, With the, I don't know how to, uh, Sundar, is that his name? I think so, Sundar. Yeah, is so is a lawsuit for Google or is it for Alphabet? It's not really. Uh, I don't know if lawsuit is the right word for or it. Like, but it's an it's an investigation into yeah. anti-competitive practices, yeah, okay. and it's been going on since like last summer. Yeah, is it for Google or Alphabet? Because I know it's like, for Alphabet technically. I say because I know like he's technically Alphabet, but he yeah he they said Google. So they described it as the CEO of Alphabet and Google. Okay. It, yeah, yeah. So I don't because I know Alphabet owns Google, but right for reasons. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so with Facebook, officials are examining the company's acquisitions of competitors like Instagram and WhatsApp. For Amazon, the big issue is the company's private label business, which sells Amazon brands of clothing, food, and consumer goods. Apple has been scrutinized for the cut it takes from software developers on its app store. Uh, For Google, the focus is mainly on the search giant's dominance in digital advertising, which is to say no single rule, law, or action will likely fix them all. So, none of us in the room have a law degree, so I don't really want to focus on the legalese of what is or isn't in violation of antitrust law. Instead, I want us to focus on the consumer side of things, which is what we really know. So, let's start with Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg testified that Instagram wasn't acquired in order to stamp out competition, saying that Instagram wouldn't be what it is today were it not for Facebook's backing. Do you guys agree? Would Instagram have grown to its current size without Facebook? Yes. I think so, too. Just keep in mind, they were bought in 2012, which sounds crazy. I had to look it up. Um, I checked okay. twice. Yeah. Might be a no now. <laughs> defend, I, defend your position. Well, I, yeah, said, I, I said yes because I was thinking this was like a recent thing, and I've been using Instagram for a decent amount of time, but I don't know if I used it before 2012 or not. I don't think I had one in high school, but I might. No, I definitely did. I don't know. <laughs> what do you know? It's not a whole lot right now, really. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Oh, that boy. throws me off. I, know, I think that changes my answer. Do, do, so do, what were you thinking? Do, do, what were you thinking do, do, before? I was like saying, like, let's take it to court. With the last like two years, like I've used Instagram. I actually stopped. I use like social media in general less now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Oh, <my. laughs> That's a good one. But <laughs> oh, mm. uh, oh, <laughs> there goes Evan again. 
I'm, I'm just trying to go back to my old There goes SpongeBob ripping his pants again. <laughs> so, yeah, July 2013 was the first post I ever had. So, yeah, I guess... One year after. Facebook. You found made. that really quick. Did you well, not post much on Instagram? Much. No. Oh, okay. I was I like, have, that was impressive. Yeah. No, I don't post much at all. Huh. Okay, now my face is isn't working. Anyhow. I don't have a mask on. There's a big mic in front of your face. Yeah, I have 77 (laughs) posts in seven years. It's about 10 posts a year. (laughs) Jeez. That's not a lot. (laughs) That's not a lot. That's less posts than there are months in a year. (laughs) That is correct. (laughs) That is correct. What about you, Evan? Like, okay, let's... So, yeah, Facebook made Instagram. That's my final answer. What's your reasoning for... Before I said that, what was your reasoning? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you think of like you think of. I think Facebook. it's the same as mine. You just didn't think of it. That's, that's a fair answer. No, you think of Facebook versus Instagram. How popular both of them are. Um, looking at Facebook, it's like oh, Facebook 50 is plus. yes, fifty plus old ass people. Like you don't really think of like newer generations on it as much or use it for the same reasons. And then you see Instagram, and it's like everyone's on it, posting all sorts of things, anywhere from the weirdest stuff to like. Instagram models and all these kind of things. So it's like, there's traps. Yeah. yeah, memes. Without knowing like Facebook owned them that early on, that changes it to now hundred percent. It was, I just, you know, from them. I just had a light bulb go off. What's that? So I remember when like I was not in high school, Facebook was made for high schoolers. So like high schoolers and stuff were always on it. And then you would fake your birthday. Cause you used to have to be like at least 15 or 16. I think it was 14. Sure. It was one of those ages. Either way, like, you had to be basically in high school or close to it. Right, right, right. And I remember, like, faking my birthday to get on there. But then right around when high school started, like, Instagram took over and Facebook started becoming, like, more for parents and, like, Facebook groups, like, parents getting together. So, I and that would have been, 2012 would have been my junior year when they took over. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know, it just seems like Facebook might have seen the marketing of, like, Facebook's changing to older people. Let's give the younger generation something. Yeah. So, oh, my God, they really did create Instagram. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting, uh, that's an inter- interesting perspective, because, like, <laughs> God, this is the first and last episode we've seen that one. <laughs> no, it's, it's weird, because uh, at the time, whenever they acquired- I'm not mentally okay right now. The, oh, <laughs> you'll get that. through it. You'll get through it, buddy. <laughs> They went through, because um, Facebook started making their own camera app, so it's like they were going to start competing with it. And that's why it was even part of the uh, testimony, because like there was exchanges where uh, Mark Zuckerberg uh, definitely threatened the CEO of Instagram, and he was like, hey, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, so if you let us buy you now, I'll give you more money than like a year later. Is that a threat, or is that just being like a f- genius? Yes, it's like anti-competitive. They, you were just practices. like you were just slapping on the table and be like, "Listen, it's a matter of time." You're just I'm, like, "Well, you have to remember too." At the, <laughs> that is true. BDE. That is yeah. true. I mean, at that time though, Facebook like 2012. Facebook was big. You know, you could tell it was coming up. But it, as weird it as there it, already. as weird as it is, like Google Plus was a huge competitor and Twitter was a huge competitor too. Oh my so, god! So like I them buying about Google Plus, everybody did. Why was that a thing? <laughs> So everybody, you know, looking at Facebook at that point, um, you know, they didn't know that they were going to become like the most dominant one. They have, what is it? They have 2 billion active users or something like that. Something sure. insane or something. 2 billion well, total we users. also know that like that's putting asterisks on that. 
Yeah. You know me old people forgot their accounts yeah, and start new ones. ones? Yes, because they come in and ask me to recover it for them. <laughs> My grandson yeah. Nathan sent me a poke. What does that mean? <laughs> you guys remember pokes? I think. Are they still are around? They, they're still a thing. Are they still a th- I have not received a poke in years, at least on Facebook. Oh, hold on. <laughs> They are still a thing. You don't need to look it up. Zachary oh, I was, I was is Googling. Zachary is Googling, trying to find a poke. How do you poke people? I don't know. That is okay. That was the feature that got parents on Facebook. I'll, I'll say it right here. Oh, poke, poke, poke. poke Can you actually poke, do it? Poke. I don't know. I'm not there yet. Zachary Whitney. Um, I don't see a poke. How do I poke? I don't think more? you can poke people anymore. Huh. Okay. Zachary is Googling. <laughs> That's going to be a new song. <laughs> I'm going to clip that and put it in the, the audio board. I'll make it a full-blown song. I don't care. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, so I, I'm kind of split on this one because Instagram, like back to the question, Instagram is a unique format in the space in the fact that it's primarily photo-based and people like pictures because they're pretty and they light off receptors in our brains. So I think eventually it was going to become uh, a really hugely popular social network, but obviously the resources of Facebook and their expertise made it grow exponentially. So I I do agree that like buying them is definitely anti-competitive because I think it was inevitable that that Instagram was going to be that size. Did you find anything, Zach? Apparently you can. You have a pokes page. What? (laughs) Yeah. I did not. I'm just kind of going with this at this point. Anyhow. All right, uh, we'll check back back in with Zach here in a second. Uh, let's move on to the second one. So uh, this is all about Google. I know we like to joke about Bing and DuckDuckGo and the search engines that barely hold a candle to Google, but all that dominance means all of our search data is consolidated into one company. So are you guys okay with that, or would you be willing to change your default search engine in order to protect your privacy? <laughs> we should talk about your this. Facebook. Wait, what? Check your Facebook. I mean, uh, what were you saying, Evan? We've, I feel like we've talked about this a lot. Um, Changing the search engine? Not, not necessarily, but like more of the privacy surrounding Google. Yeah. Um, and I don't care. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what a youngin. Hey, Zachary Whitney poked me. <laughs> I'm gonna gotcha. Po- oh, it says suggested. Oh, it says suggested pokes. I'm going to poke everybody I know right now. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get this in real time. Poke, 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 poke. <laughs> oh, he, he poked me back. <laughs> People are going to forget. And they're going to be like, oh, I forgot about pokes. Um. I don't know. So same question to you, Zach. Evan doesn't care at all, apparently. Um, would you... So, okay, here's... You're going to have to restart all this. I was trying to poke you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so part of Google's like criticisms in this hearing was that they're too big and they dominate, um, they dominate all search engines. And for that reason alone, they can kind of dictate their own terms. So would you be okay like with having them collect all of your data like they have been or... Would you switch over your default search browser? I guess the one thing would be like the only way I'd switch over if like DuckDuckGo or something like doesn't always save your old searches to make your new searches faster. Mm-hmm. Like even if they save them in their own database, that's cool. But like spending 15 minutes on Chrome can just like create so much cache data it's ridiculous but like if other ones don't do that then like then i'd switch over but like i also want the consistency of accuracy inaccuracy of google 
Yeah. So that would be the bigger issue is like, are they as accurate? Can they get you the answer as fast? We should sure. do we should do a challenge where we all try a different search browser for Dibs on not being. <laughs> <laughs> he has spoken. I want to go. I'll take Bing. Uh, what we got? Ask Jeeves, Yahoo. Is that still a thing? <laughs> I think so. I think Ask Jeeves. There's no way. I think it's a thing. www. Why don't you Google Ask Jeeves real quick? <laughs> Literally, what I just did. Oh, it took me straight to ask. It's just ask.com. Oh, okay, okay. There's okay. no Jeeves. Oh, do you want to try that for a week, Evan? Ask.com. Ask.com. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll reconvene and see what happens. Here, here's my expectation. I don't think it's actually going to be much different. Can like DuckDuckDo be a default? Uh, yes, it can actually be default on the iPhone. Last I checked. <laughs> I should have typed in duck, duck, duck. <laughs> I was playing duck, duck, goose. goose. <laughs> oh my God. Is that what that, is that what the name of the company means? Duck, duck, goose. And like duck, duck, go. Is that oh. short for duck, duck, goose? I'm out. I'm out too. All right. Uh, so we will, we will report back to the good people next week on our default browser changes. So let's move on to Amazon. One of the one of Amazon's biggest criticisms was that its massive size and platform led to Amazon bolstering its own products in favor of competitors on the site. So, uh, kind of just ran over this, but where do you guys fall on the argument of consumer convenience versus consumer choice in this case? So, just for an example, if you ask Alexa, sorry everybody, to order a phone charger, would you rather have Amazon default to its own cheap cable offering or ask five questions in order to give you the most choice? Five questions for sure. Really? Give yeah. me the cheapest prime option. Send it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> send it. <laughs> I'm just thinking like there are a lot of people where the the basic cable will work for them. And it'll mean it'll work for everyone. But still, it's like, well, what if I'm looking for a braided cable? Mm-hmm. What if I'm looking for um, a longer cable? You know, something like that where without... It's pretty, pretty accurate. Duck, nice. duck, go. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Knows Zach is up. looking up porn. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Adam. Shout out, brothers. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> this man is lightning quick on his fingers over here. Anyways. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? It's just yeah. like, I'd rather, unless you're like super specific about what you want, it should ask you, hey, do you want this option, this option, and this option? Like, I'm going to be willing to spend a little extra to get a cable that won't won't break in the next month. Yeah. But I guess, I guess what I'm saying is, uh, like, that is a good example, and I like that answer. But it kind of expand that to, you know, as digital assistants and as, you know, these things become more popular and we start ordering stuff, more stuff with Alexa, um, that's the fear is that it'll be like, oh, it'll just default to Amazon's products and yeah. run everybody out of business. So yeah. in general, would you rather, you know, because the reason we're using those assistants is for convenience. We're yeah. using it to say, I want this now instantly, send it to me. So expanding that to other products, are you still okay with that? Are you still okay with more choice rather than like yeah. just being quicker? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Where you fall on that, Zach? I know you said you'd rather just take the cheap one. Same. Like, like I don't. This shit. I'm still going to send it. Are you silly? Yeah. Fuck. Send it. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, Hey, order me an iPhone cable. Okay. Do you want one or multiple? I said, Hey, I want an iPhone cable. Do you, you want it listening? four, six, eight or 10 feet? Like, and I don't think I'd care enough to be like, four feet. Just give me the smallest option. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, okay, do you want this brand, this brand? Like, I just, I don't know, like, what five questions you would ask. Like, I feel like even after two, you would, like, have a, I don't know. Just, I, guess, I mean, five is just, like, a random number I picked out. But. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I feel like asking questions would be too much to ask. Like, even, I would, honestly, I'd. 
probably pick with the cheapest Prime option. Even if that meant that your business, which sells I Apple, don't know, Apple it'd be cables, different though. Yeah, because like an iPhone charger, I wouldn't care that much about. But like, if I'm trying it was to like think, like a tent, like a camping well, tent. Yeah, I know that's random, a, but it's like a, a cheap tent would one be different. Good I was gonna think like something that I actually bought, but like I bought uh, pillowcases yeah. and like the stuffers inside of them, mm-hmm. like that. I, but I don't know because that's also not something I would tell like my Alexa to order or add to my shopping cart. Like mm-hmm. I'd say like sweaty balls, or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. This this oh, you never seen that? So you never, <laughs> you've never seen that South Park? Probably, <laughs> probably. Oh. But no, like I think if I ever asked Alaska something, it'd be like super easy. Alaska, <laughs> Alaska, Alexa, can you order my ibuprofen? Hey, Alexa, <laughs> I don't know about that. Allegra, uh, it's fine. But no, I it, I think it'd just be something simple where like it'd be like, hey, Alexis, add like milk to my shopping cart. And it would probably pick like the cheapest two percent or something like that. Or like, yeah. hey, add olive oil to my shopping cart. Like it'd probably honestly probably be something cooking related. Now I'm thinking about it. Are you hungry? But, like, <laughs> I'm starving. I haven't ate. But no, just the fact that, like, I'm just trying to think of, like, something that's quick and easy that I wouldn't mm-hmm. care what I got. Yeah. Like, a lot of it would probably be kitchen stuff. But, like, if I actually wanted it, I wouldn't be asking Alexa to do it anyway. Yeah. Interesting. So, mm. yeah. fast. Yeah, I kind of fall on the same line. Like, if I'm using, at least in its current state, maybe in the future this answer is different. But in its current state, if I'm, ant- like, ordering something, like, hey, I just want a freaking, I don't know, like, some ballpoint pens. Send me some ballpoint pens, which I would never use. Gross. Um, but yeah, like I just want the cheapest one. Like screw it, send it to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the future, like as these digital assistants get more sophisticated, like maybe they can use all that awesome data that they've been harvesting for the last 20 years and then like just know what I want and then it'll just be totally accurate. I mean, we're already close to that with ink. Yeah, that and, is like, true. K-cups yeah. kind of thing. Like you yeah. can just send auto cycles come in. Do you guys remember dash buttons? No. Yes. Do you guys use them? For your fridge and stuff? Like yeah, Tide and all those kind of things? No. What? Oh. So it's a little, um, correct me if I'm wrong, it's little buttons that you can buy from Amazon, and if you push it, it automatically orders that thing for you. Yeah, it shows it to you. So like no. a lot, they... they it sounds dangerous. They advertise them for like parents and like Tide detergent or like diapers or something like that where you'd have it on your fridge and be like, oh, I'm out of detergent. Boop, click it, and now you have it the next I feel like days. if you're having those, though, you have kids, and those kids could slap those and order random things. That's my thought. Well, that's, yeah. But it was still a thing. Life's not that huh. serious. Yeah. It's like the it's like whenever you, you go to print this something and then it doesn't print the first time, so you hit it twenty more times and, and then they all come out 20. of yeah. <laughs> twenty. <laughs> yeah. All right. So last but not least, Apple. Uh, the largest point of debate for Congress and Tim Cook, Tim Apple, focused on the App Store specifically. Apple's pattern of replicate, or excuse me, specifically Apple's pattern of replicating existing apps and promoting their first-party apps over third-party ones, including things like Screen Time and Apple Music. This again comes down to a debate of consumer choice versus convenience. But Apple also holds that first-party apps are inherently more privacy-focused. Do you think this push for first-party apps ultimately hurts or harms the consumer? No. What? What? No. Elaborate. It's, it doesn't like, do either. Uh, like, I don't, oh, I, I see. I guess I didn't, you know, it it was a poorly worded question. Um, I'm sorry. That's, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's one of the things where, like, with Apple's privacy and stuff like that, like, they don't open a whole lot to the third parties. And by not opening that up, you naturally just gain extra security for your first party apps. That's a good point. So I, 
I don't think that's a fair assumption to bring on them. Just the fact of like, of course, like first party apps are gonna be better because like you develop them, you're gonna know the firewalls and stuff a lot better than you would like if me, like if us three made an app, mm-hmm. or for instance, like. I'd say I'd say one argument to that is to be on the app store, you have to meet certain requirements that Apple yeah. thinks you know yeah. upholds that privacy. So let me give you an example because during the hearing they mentioned uh, screen time specifically. They said there were about. And even Tim Cook said there's 60 screen time apps or related apps on the app store right now. Uh, but the congresswoman stated that they removed one of the ones because they said that it was um, gathering data from kids, um, which is the point of a screen app. They said it was gathering data from kids. This is Tim Cook. He said it was gathering data from kids, and that's why they made their own, is to have something that's incredibly privacy-focused. But again, the argument on the other side of that is, why did you let it on the app store in the first place? So... Is that yeah. what's what's your opinion there, Evan? I don't I don't know. I, I'm I think I'm right there with Zach, where you know you kind of start to get that, you know, if you limit it to a certain amount, then yeah, you're gonna your end goal is privacy, right? And it's gonna stay that way. Um I don't know, this one's kinda over my head. Well let's say okay, so let's say um and the reason I brought up like Apple Music or let's say you're setting up your iPhone and it prompts you to install apple music like yeah. it's just that's in the setup of the phone so by virtue of it being there that's the first thing you see in but the, haven't they the earned that right though that well so that's the question is because like there's other apps like spotify or youtube music it's not that, telling you not to download those like it's not just saying like hey download apple music or else these other apps will suck well the, like, the, the point of it though is that it apple is using their platform to promote their own services over other ones and then it should be an equal playing ground i think it is an equal playing around still. Like, I would guarantee you there's more Spotify users than there is Apple Music. I think that is probably accurate, but, and like... even, like, I would say, like, with iPhone market alone, there's probably more people that use Spotify on an iPhone than they use Apple Music. Well, is this, is this all talking about, like, uh, like have things happening right now or the possibility of it in the future? Happening right because now. The, right. Okay, yeah. gotcha. I mean, so the Apple Music example, I don't think they prompt you to sign up for Apple Music in the setup of an iPhone. No, they don't. I, okay, I say I can't remember. But, like, let's say they did. Do you think, do you think that crosses the line? No. Interesting. I don't, because, like, it's their service. Like, what, You're buying an iPhone for like, the services it, of an iPhone. Yeah, it'd be like buying an iPhone and then, like, it didn't prompt you iCloud. Like, it's a service they offer, so, like, wouldn't you kind of expect? It'd be... Oh, I can't say that. It's like, it's like if you buy, in my case, a Ford Mustang, you expect it to have it's like, sync. You know, little things like that yeah, but, where it's like but it's you're not buying like it for any, reason. I mean... Okay, let me put it this way. If you go into, like, a real like a retail store, anything like that, mm-hmm. like, most retail stores have credit cards, stuff like that, mm-hmm. it... Like, their workers have to sell that credit card. They have to offer that credit card because it's in their business model. Like, almost, I don't want to say Apple Music is a credit card, but it's almost the same scenario. Like, it's a service they offer, so they should be required to try to sell it. Like, you don't have to, like, say yes or you can't set up your iPhone. That's crossing the line. Yeah. But, like, if it pop up, be like, hey, because they give out four-month free trials. Okay, so, so, so let's... So they did that, why didn't they be like, hey, would you like to start your free trial now or no? Yeah, so let's expand this analogy to Amazon again. Because, like, let's say you search for phone cable. And let's say the first entire page of results is just Amazon-branded things. Is that okay? No. Yeah. Okay, why do you think that's not okay? Because in that sense, I mean, you're only... There, there are a lot of people that do go on to Amazon for Amazon products, obviously. 
but there also is a large market of people that buy things on Amazon because of the the ease of use of Amazon, but they're looking for things that aren't necessarily Amazon branded. So like, for example, I could have bought this roadcaster that we're sitting in front of recording to mm-hmm. on Amazon for the same price as we sold it. It's not made by Amazon. You know, so how is like that, that? How is that different? You just have to get from, to the second page instead of the first page. How is that different from Apple music being the first thing you see on a setup? Shit, I don't know. I'm, I'm too dumb for this. <laughs> no, 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 it's I, it's an interesting it's an interesting debate because like I do agree in the sense that if you're buying an Apple product, you probably are going to use Apple services. But the whole point of this hearing is like they'll be promoting their stuff first. They'll be like, you know, using I mean, features like, and replacing them and making their own apps and replacing competition. And that just like kills a business right there. Yes but, and no, because I mean, like, there's also the fact of like what there's like pages keynote like all numbers like they have that preloaded in there but like nobody uses it they still go out and get microsoft Mm -hmm. so like i don't know i think it's just another service they offer so like if they want to offer it like why should we stop them kind of thing like spotify could partner with samsung and like add in like during a samsung would be like, do you want to activate like a month free trial of Spotify? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not stopping anybody else. It's just Apple can use their platform that they've created to offer their service. Like, I just don't see anything wrong with that. Kind of like Amazon, like you said, like if it's only the first page, I think that's fine. Like, it's your product. Really? You've earned the right to sell that. Okay, like, but so, but that just inherently reduces competition because I don't know the numbers on it, but I'm pretty sure like. Probably eighty percent of people, when they're going to find an Amazon product, they're only see the first page. Yeah, they're not going to click on another page. So that, in and like, regardless of, I agree that people have choice, but how that choice is actually exercised does not follow what the theory is. And the theory is that people will choose what they want, uh, or people that people will choose things despite you know what the first page lists. So I don't know. I think so. That's that's the heart of these hearings. That's the heart of like why they're doing this investigation is if they should be allowed to do things like like what we were just debating. Yeah. So it's an interesting uh, interesting discussion. I'm sure it'll come up again. I right. think the bigger thing would be like screen time, how you're more or less like, I don't want to say you're more or less required, but like that does ask you to like, and it, they kind of like hint at you should do it in the startup. It's like it's a mm-hmm. big blue button that you're like, oh, click the big blue button to set up screen time. Right. But there's nothing that prompts Apple Music. So like maybe kind of like, I don't want to say start your free trial, but like make both options the same. Like don't make it seem as and tantalizing or anything, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like if Apple Music were to, re- like, if Apple Music were to be like, hey, like, on the home screen, like, try this for four months, like, why is that different than Spotify adding in, like, Showtime and Hulu for mm-hmm. their memberships? Like, they're out yeah. selling multiple services well, with their service. Like, Yeah. No, I, I agree. It's, uh, I don't think there's weird. any, yeah, there's no, like, single answer to it. It's just, it's, it's an interesting thought experiment, so, um, we won't hear anything back soon about this hearing, but it was like, like I said, this has been going on for about a year now, so we probably won't hear final rulings or like any you know yeah. policy changes till maybe another year from now. So, anyhow, let's move on to our final segment. This is in case you missed it. Do you want to do this one, Evan? Sure. Do it. All right. From The Verge last year, Analog announced the, the Pocket, uh, a sleek and modern handheld design uh, designed to play all of your old Game Boy cartridges. It was originally slated to launch this year, but due to the current state of the world, it's now expected to debut in May of 2021. 
If you're wondering what all the fuss is about, Analog has a strong history of making beautiful hardware designed explicitly for playing old games in an accessible way. Previous examples include the Mega SG, which ran Sega Genesis games, and Super Nintendo, uh, which ran SNES games. Um, The Pocket is the company's first foray into the handheld gaming, and it boasts some enticing features, including a 3.5-inch, 665-pixel PPI um, LCD display made of Gorilla Glass, a 4,300 milliamp battery with an estimated 6-hour playtime, support for Game Boy, uh, GBC, and GBA games. Game Boy Color, Game Game Boy Boy Advance. Exactly, and a built-in synthesizer. The analog pocket will launch for $199.99, while the optional dock, which lets you play um, games on your TV like the um, Switch, Switch, uh, will be $99. So for you guys, um, were you guys into games in this era of the handheld console? Yes. Yes. What did you play? Um, Basically, I mean, I had Game Boy Color and the Advance. Uh, Color, I think the only thing I had was Pokemon primarily, Mm -hmm. and then pretty close to the same with advanced it was mainly pokemon games i mean i did have like a couple of zelda games that i never really played and then like the backyard sports i remember I had of those course, of course yeah <laughs> um but i definitely had handhelds for a while and i think it's just kind of like one of those things where handhelds you equal kids mm-hmm. kind of thing so yeah I, I had pretty much all of them when i was a kid and then got older and stopped yeah i'm the same i used a game boy advance i, I didn't have a game boy color i had a game boy advance uh, and I love that thing. I only played a couple games, though. I mostly played uh, Sims. It was like Sims Herbs or whatever that was. I'm pretty sure I still have my color, too. Really? Yeah. I'd be interested if that works. Um, so I, play, I played Sims a lot, and then there was this MLB game I played a ton, and then, of course, Mario Kart. And then when I got the Nintendo DS, I could still use those same cartridges. It was yeah. awesome. I love that. Yeah. And then uh, the last handheld console I used, like a daily basis, was the PSP. I love that thing so much. Yeah, I was at the DS. Yeah. Did you use any handhelds, Evan? Yeah, I had the um, the Game Boy Advance as well, and I played like Pokemon. Um, I play Pokemon Go every day, and um, I also played. Oh, what else did I play? Mario Kart for sure. I can't think of the, all the other ones, but I did play those, and I had like the DS and stuff like that. But hmm. Hmm. Um, so the second kind of question I have on here is one of the weaknesses of the console. So those analog pocket. Um, or strengths, depending on how you look at it, is that it doesn't support custom ROMs out of the box, which is to say not officially, like people will still definitely mod it, um, which means that any game you want to play has to be on a cartridge. Does this make it a non-starter for you? No. Yes. I, I think like even when I first read this, I was like, this is pointless. <laughs> because um, I haven't played it in many years but i still have a game boy color like rom emulator on my iphone really yeah haven't used it or anything like that but i can download every game boy color game every game boy advance game and play that on my phone so i guess like i don't know i i wouldn't see the purpose with especially like like kids are getting phones like seven years old now like yes yes they are and they'll cry if they don't yeah and like they know how to use technology i feel like they're gonna know like me at 13 with an iPhone, like, I figured out how to put an emulator on there. Like, yeah. Hacker man. <laughs> it's three three Google searches at the most away. Yeah. Like, I just feel like this won't sell just because I have to, like, they already have a phone. They can probably Google how to get it cheaper and get it for free. Because, mm-hmm. like, the one I have downloaded that I haven't used, like, it just used Google Drive. Yeah. It's all it does. Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, do you see this being a successful product, Evan? Uh, yeah, I do. I think it's going to hit a lot of people, uh, like the Jonas in the world. Um, <laughs> Yikes. Uh, that, <laughs> that was dumb. Um, but like, it's going to hit a, a huge nostalgia for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and I think I don't expect this to be something like a, a Switch or an Xbox or a PS4 that people are going to play every single day. Like, this is hours. The, this is in the car road trip. Yeah, kinda. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like, it's not going to be a big deal if you have to carry around a few cartridges or have a cartridge here, there. Um, but other like, than like, I mean, you're not going to be expecting, like, you're not, I don't expect people to play like, so many things where it's like at the touch of a finger, you know, you can have a million games and whatever, all the games that you possibly want. It's like, oh, in a car trip, I might slap in this or I might slap, slap in Slap it on. Slap it on, <laughs> yeah. you know? But it's you, like, you can also just have your iPhone in your, like, car charger. There. Well, yeah, but it's like, yeah. I mean, the, ain't, there's a reason ain't people just are... just ain't the same, Yeah, okay. there's a reason people are buying these you, oh, just might, using their iPhone. I just feel like this will come back to like the NES and the That's SNES what I was gonna classics. Say. Like yeah. it's just gonna be like a collector's item more or less. Like it's not supposed to be like practically used. Yeah, kind of thing. I could see, and and that's exactly what I was gonna say too. I could see the selling out. Like, do you remember whenever we first got the SNES, uh, like yeah. the the retro consoles yeah. in stock? They flew out immediately. Like especially during holiday season. Oh, the only reason why brilliant. I bought one is because I bought it before like. Yeah. The holiday season, like before we opened, it was nuts. Um, and yeah, those sold out instantly. So I think there's. Uh, like Evan mentioned, there's a huge nostalgia factor to games like these, and people that are actually going to buy these are probably people that still have cartridges for those games too. That'd be my barrier to entry. Is not that I care necessarily, but like anybody that's kind of on the fence probably doesn't have any cartridges, and so you have to go buy them secondhand or find a find a marketplace for them. The issue too, it's two hundred bucks, yeah, and then an extra hundred for a TV dock. Like the SNES and the NES have been like. They were recreated. They use HDMIs, and collectively, they're only like 50, 60 bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one reason I drove it too. Like, you could spend two hundred dollars. You can buy a Switch Lite for that. Yeah. Like I think that would like the handheld marketplace. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't go backwards in time for a video game before I went forward in time. It's definitely a niche. Like it's a very niche product. One cool thing about this, uh, and that's why I put the screen uh, specific, uh, specifications on there is because it takes the old games and it actually makes them look sharper than they did before. Um, that's part of the cool yeah. appeal of it, is, it, is it'll just make it look better you than like it You, like, remastered it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's like a remastered version. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into the Phone Buzz podcast. Shows brought to you by three guys to sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz, and it's P-H-1-B-U-Z-Z. Give us a follow and review on Spotify or wherever you listen to our podcast. We'll see you guys in the next one. My name is Evan Krause. I'm Zach Whitney. I'm Christian Crawford. Have a good night. Bye. Peace.